Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Kids Matter Podcast, the place where you and your church take the next steps in your kids' ministry journey. We know you love Kidman, and we want to give you the tools to succeed. Now, here's your hosts, Ryan Frank and Corey Jones. Welcome to the Kids Matter Podcast, episode 118. Your hosts, Corey Jones, Ryan Frank, and Amber Pike are all here joining you live from not together today. <laughs> what's Whoa. up, guys? Live from Zoom, right? Live from hey, Zoom. Hey, what's up, Corey? What's up, Amber? Hi. High fives all around. So uh, you guys aren't busy right now, right? Like nothing going on, just kind of a regular regular time uh, in life? Hanging out. We're thinking about going to this event next week. What do you think, yeah. Corey? I'm still on the fence. Yeah, no, you better go. Yep. As <laughs> long as you send a call, we're fine. It's going to be for the book. Yep. I'm looking forward to it. It's so, Matter Megacon next week. Can't wait to see y'all there. Kidman friends, if you by some chance do not have your ticket yet, it is not too late to join us. October 4th through 6th in Nashville, Tennessee. It is going to be the place to be next week. Yeah. But no first, doubt. No doubt. we have a podcast today. And we have okay. a podcast sponsor to think. So we want to thank Planning Center. Planning Center is an all-in-one church management system that helps you organize behind the scenes of every ministry in your church, and it gives your congregation a place to connect. With Planning Center, you can check in children quickly and safely, plan events like BBS and camp, you can schedule and communicate with volunteers, and follow up with families to make sure no one falls through the cracks. You can scale your subscription up or down based on what you need. And regardless of your subscription level, every plan includes a mobile app and a website where parents can sign up for events, pre-check in their kids, engage with other ministries of your church. Every subscription includes free access to the Planning Center support team and their training materials to you and your church. So head over to planningcenter.com slash children's ministry. You can learn more and you can sign up for a free trial. Thank you so much, Planning Planning Center, for sponsoring this podcast. Amber, I do got to say, I, I was in kids ministry for many years. My role's shifted now. I've seen both sides of planning center as a pastor yep. and now as a volunteer. And I like both. I love doing the app, being able to log in, see if I'm scheduled, see the teaching resources, uh, hands down, wonderful sponsor. And I can speak for both sides. Wonderful app. Awesome. So we're talking today about our team. Um, Corey, you, you manage a pretty big team. How many estimate would you say is on your, your whole church team? Uh, there's 88 staff members and, uh, 450 volunteers ish, but I don't know. I don't oversee all those people. I just, I, I help oversee all those. You people. see names in planning center. <laughs> oh yeah. Well, whether you are, um, a big team like Corey's church or a very small team like my church or somewhere in between, our team still needs encouragement. And that's what we want to talk today, especially as we enter into the countdown, the final countdown for Megacon, where we're thinking about training and being with our team and just all these things. I thought we would take some time and talk about how we can encourage our team. So who wants to kick it off? Oh, definitely. Ryan. Yeah. Well, you know what? I, did I interrupt you, Corey? Were you going to kick it off? I put it in your court. I wanted you to go first. Ah, uh, that's so awesome. I love it, Amber, that you chose to talk about this today, because if there's anything that we should be doing as Kidman leaders, 
um, you know, we, we spent a lot of time preparing lessons. We were just talking about planning center. We spent a lot of time staffing, recruiting, um, you know, making, working on budget stuff, making sure we have supplies. And this is one that's easy to forget, but we really each need to be uh, chief encouragement officers in our ministry. I mean, we really need to be encouraging people. The Bible talks a lot about this. We all know from personal experience, there's just power in somebody just saying an encouraging word to you and smiling. You can be having a terrible week and somebody encourages you and it makes all the difference. So um, I love it that we're going to go around a couple times here and share a few ways that we can encourage our team. One thing that comes to my mind, Amber, I'll lead off with this one, is to encourage yourself first and foremost. So make sure that you yourself as a leader are being encouraged and that you are um, keeping your walk with the Lord a priority, that you're keeping your mental health a priority, that you're keeping your physical health a priority, because you really do set the stage for um, the, the atmosphere of your ministry and the energy level of, for your, of your volunteers and so on. So being encouraged, get encouraged yourself, stay encouraged yourself, um, focus on um, not just encouraging your leaders, but first and foremost, I want to make sure I'm encouraged. I'm walking with the Lord. I'm fired up about what God called me to do. And I know it's so, at um, Megacon, Kids Matter Megacon next week will be a great opportunity for you to recharge your batteries yourself so that you can go back and be an encouragement to all those precious volunteers that God has sent your way. Corey? Kids Matter team, I would encourage you, as you're encouraging other people, to use your words. Like, actually, use your words. Tell people ways that they are succeeding. Uh, use your words to encourage them. I don't want to ever be accused of being that guy that goes, uh, I said I love you at the altar, and do I need to tell you again? I don't know what the phrase is. But uh, you should tell people every single week, thank you for showing up. Thank you for loving kids. Thank you for making disciples. Um, pointing out the good things that they do, highlighting those things. Uh, I think if you're leading well, then there should be like 10 encouraging things for every correction or negative thing you need to tell a person um, all the time, be using your words. And uh, for some of you, I know that can be an intimidating thing, um, but I do think there's a power in it being verbal. And so maybe for you, you need to take a minute and write down some point by point. I want to encourage this person. What, what do I want to say? I don't want to be that awkward guy. Uh, maybe, maybe you get a little cheat sheet and you're like, hey, thank you for this. Here's what the Lord's doing through you and uh, keep it up. You're doing awesome. Write it down if you need to, but use your words. Don't just uh, uh, send a postcard once a month and be like, okay, I'm done. And don't do it. Just I did it at the beginning of the year. I don't need to do, do it again. Use it continually and often encourage your team. Be the chief encouragement officer. As Ryan said, that's a, that's a good word. Amber. So mine kind of piggybacks off yours um, okay. to encourage people when they need it, but you need to be aware, um, which goes to knowing your team. So I have the sweetest volunteer in the world, um, but she is very unsure of her leading. So she'll do something like calm down the little 
very talkative little preschoolers. And then afterward, she's like, was that okay? Did I do okay? So I've noticed as I've worked with her longer that she needs this encouragement. She needs to be reminded that like, Hey, you handled that. Great. You're doing a great job. So while you're encouraging people with your words, be aware of those that need extra encouragement or extra reinforcing um, those that maybe aren't as sure of their skills or, or maybe are out of their comfort zone. If you're doing something you're not super comfortable or confident in, you're going to need that extra encouragement to know, yes, you're doing a great job. Yes. Keep doing it. Yes. That was appreciated. Um, So while you're encouraging with words, be aware and be watching for those that need extra encouragement. Mm, That's good stuff. Um, I would, I would add to that and, you know, kind of build on what you just said. I think we all appreciate our leaders and our volunteers, but we've got to make sure that we're expressing that appreciation and expressing that gratitude and looking for tangible ways to encourage our leaders. So, um, you know, when I, you've, if you listen to much of my stuff, you've heard me talk about three, two, one, you know, send or send three text messages every day, make two phone calls and send one card in the mail to your, to some leaders just to encourage them and just to bless them and to let them know you appreciate them. So the text messages are super easy, right? Like, Hey, this is Ryan. I just want to let you know, I love you. I appreciate you. I'm so glad you're part of this team. Uh, the phone calls can be short and simple, like say, you know, hey, I don't need anything. I just wanted to chat with you for one minute real quick on my drive home and tell you that I'm praying for you and your family. I love you guys. I appreciate you. Points of contact like that go a, a long way. So don't keep that encouragement and that appreciation within yourself. Um, you know, look for tangible ways, whether it's phone calls looking somebody in the eye and telling them you love them, a card in the mail, um, find ways every day to tell people that you appreciate them and that you, you just want to be good to them. Corey. Uh, so I thought of a story and I wanted to share it. Uh, I had a friend named Billy that went to Hershey, Pennsylvania. Uh, and if you know anything about Hershey, Pennsylvania, it's that they have a chocolate factory there called Hershey. And he said that he was bringing me something back and he wanted to be an encouragement to me. And I went, sweet, jackpot. And uh, he showed up with this great big box of Twizzlers. And I was like, you've got to be kidding me. Out of all of the chocolate things, you brought me Twizzlers. Thank you. <laughs> uh, but the point of my story is uh, to know your team. And if you're going to be showing them encouragement, if you're going to be uh, giving them gifts and stuff like that, maybe do a little bit of homework. And maybe today what you need to do is make a list of uh, favorite things, slide it over to them and have them fill it out on Sunday morning. Just keep it for your record. So at some point you go, okay, I need to know what Amber and Ryan's favorite candy bars are pull up the favorite things document. Okay. They wrote down Kit Kat. Perfect. Now I know. Um, but then you can give specific gifts. You can give specific encouragement. You can know your team uh, because you don't want to be in a situation where um, you're trying to show encouragement and you're trying to be kind. And so you go get somebody a, a, a coffee, but they hate coffee that, that kind of goes yeah. against the yeah. plan that you're going for to begin with. And so 
uh, do a little bit of homework, write down some favorite things, save it for later, and uh, you'll be your future self will be super glad that you did. Yeah, you know Jessica Beeler, who's on our Kidman Academy faculty. She talks, she teaches that to the students, and that is the, you know, her what she does is a little index card for every one of her volunteers, and that index card includes some of their favorite things. You're right, Corey, for that very reason. So that gift, as little as it is, even if it's a candy bar you know it's their favorite kind of candy bar. And that goes a long way with people. So I'm really worried about Billy because if Billy is watching this now, he's going to know you did not appreciate your Twizzler treat. He, he did. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Billy. Yep. Yep. So another way that you can encourage um, your, your team is with pictures or comments. Um, when you see a kid just loving like the other day, one of our, one of our littles who hasn't fully engaged yet. Um, like during COVID, they didn't really come big, big siblings. Like this is their place, but little sis is kind of, kind of been on the fence. Um, but she came to Bible school first year. She was old enough. And our Bible school teacher for that age group is also my Wednesday night helper. And the other week I saw, she just comes and she runs straight into Miss Barbara's arms with like the biggest hug. Like that's my person. So our leaders need reminding um, that the kids love them. They need reminding of this is why we do what we do because of the connections we get Good to point. make as we're bringing kids to Jesus. So snap some pictures and snail mail. Grown up still love snail mail. Snail mail it. Um, send text of, hey, Billy's mom just told me how much what you did on Sunday, blah, 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 blah. Um, you know, if you've been in Kidman for longer than five minutes, there are really rough days um, or weeks or seasons where you go home and you question, why in the world am I still doing this? Because it's not working. It's whatever. Um, our leaders need that too. That's not just a problem for the person up top. That's the volunteers too. When the kids are just having a full moon rough, they're literally climbing the walls and, and you know, eating the paper kind of day, they need reminding that they're making a hugely eternal difference in the life of these boys and girls. So send them pictures, give them feedback for moms and dads, let them know how much the kids love them. Amber, have you ever used the app Postagram? No, Post tell Instagram. us. What is it? Uh, so while you were talking, I was like, oh, I did that back in the day. I sent some postcards with pictures and the, and it's an app that just makes it easy. You can send a postcard that you make digitally on your phone. And so sometimes like, I don't like to find a postcard stamp and figure out where it goes on the postcard and all those adult things. Um, right corner, so, top right. Yeah, details. Uh, and so it's an app where you can essentially make like a, an Instagram post, but it makes it as a postcard and then it physically mails it to the person mm -hmm. that you want to send it to. So I've done that before sitting in church when they're in small group time, I go Oop, snap a picture, send a little message and it connects to my contacts, which has their address because I'm a geek and then sent and done and it will show up in three days and I don't have to do anything. It's, it's pretty cool. Okay. Yeah. So tell me again, I, because I'm writing this down on my post-it notes that Corey and I were talking about our love of post-it notes, post a gram, post o gram. What, what are we post a gram? Post a, a, so if you're listening, orange app, and Post, then the, the letter middle. A, then Graham. Yeah, all one word, though. They make it easy. This is really cool. I like that a lot. Official sponsor um, number two. Just kidding. But no, that's, that's a great way. Um, 
because I'm old school, like I'm, I'm snail mail paper. I actually bought like a really cool thing where you can print a, a four by six, like it's a little box this big and you print it straight from your phone. And so I'm like, I can do that here at church, but I like that for, for all you tech savvy people that are not me. Um, really, really neat. So our team needs to be encouraged, um, verbally. They need to be encouraged, um, with, with, gifts of appreciation, you know, little tokens, whether it's a candy bar or you do a full on taco bar appreciation lunch or whatever. Um, but there's one really big way, an exciting way, like best way ever to encourage our team. What do you guys think it is? Winning mm. lottery tickets. No. Better than no. that. Better than that. Um, I'll give you a hint. It's happening in just, just a few days. It's got to be um, the best conference ever, then. Take take them to MegaCon. Give them MegaCon to go. Yes. Um, buy them something at MegaCon, a gift, and take it back to them. Oh, I all kinds of stuff for sure. <laughs> I say bring them to MegaCon. I think that would be a good way to appreciate them. I think so. I think all of these all of these are wonderful ideas. Um, so I'll ask you guys the question. Why should you bring your team to Megacon? You know how sometimes as a parent, you can say the same thing a thousand times and then the one person comes in and says it, and they're like, oh, genius. I think that's a big angle of it. That you, know, you get your team vision casted and you get them trained up and encouraged. Man, our, our worship time together, they will walk away going, what we do matters. God is good. Hoorah, let's go. Yeah, I agree. I mean, that's, you summed it up so well, Corey. The only thing I would add to that just is, yeah, you're right. So that your team can realize that they're part of something so much bigger than just what happens in the four walls of that church. Um, and they're not alone. It's easy to feel alone as a kid's ministry leader. They're not alone. You're not alone. Your leaders aren't alone. And boy, you get together with 2,500 other kids pastors at an event like Megacon and you realize I'm a part of a bigger community here and we're really doing something significant. And I think when you, when you train them, when you're trying to grow skills, like learning how to communicate more effectively or use technology better or develop a special needs ministry or whatever the training is, you're, you're telling your volunteers that they are more than just a body. They're more than just, hey, we need to make sure the kids aren't dying while mom and dad are doing the real stuff. Um, and I feel like training in in its own way is a form of encouragement. It's encouraging them in what God has called them to, whether they're paid on staff or just a volunteer that helps out twice a month. They're still being obedient to what God called them to do. So we encourage you, bring your whole team to Megacon. You will be encouraged in so many ways. Amber, I got to say, it's it's a couple of days before Megacon, but there are ways that they can bring it home with them. I always encourage my team, when you go to a conference, come back, and then over the next five weeks during your VIP huddle, share some of the things that you learned with your team. But you could also no do doubt. some Megacon to go. You can also bring some of those sessions to your team. Think outside of the box. Uh, there's a lot of options there. But you could also plan for next year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and live stream is an option, too. So we're live streaming it this year. Just go to megacon.com forward slash to go or megacon. I guess it's megacon2022.com forward slash to go or megacon2022.com forward slash live. 
You can get information about the live stream and make it time to go. And you're right, Corey. Um, if you're too late to bring your team um, this year, definitely make plans for 2023. So, Corey, real quick, putting you on the spot, um, could you give us maybe a couple of other practical ways? Because there are some people that come to the conference that they are there by themselves. Um, maybe they are the only one, you know, the rest of the team's volunteers with full-time jobs. So they're the only one that can come. How could a Kidman leader take what they're learning, take the encouragement that they're getting at Megacon, give us a couple of ways that they could then take that home? Yeah, I think a lot of times when I sit in a breakout, I'm not just thinking this is a session for me. I'm also thinking, all right, Dawn, she's going to be leading worship. What do I need to write down? And then even in that session, sometimes I'll send, I'll be that guy that sends like 15 tags back to back to back to back and be like, it's, I'm eating this up. This is great. Here's another point. Here's another point. Let's talk about this when we get back. I, I love this. And then your volunteer, they're not sitting in the room with you, but man, are they excited to get with you later and talk about the 15 texts that you blew them up with? Um, I would also uh, snap pictures of your notes and send those to your team. That's a great way to show them some of the things that you're learning. Um, break down what are your big five from the conference? What are the five things that you, you just wish you could implement, you wish you could take away? And then over the next five weeks, share those with your team in like your VIP huddle. Um, and like, there's also been times where I have been in a session that's got done and I, I don't want to go wait in line for lunch yet. And so I'm going to let the lunch line chick, chill out a little bit. And while that's happening, I go outside and make a phone call and share with what I, I, I just sat through with the person. I also like, I, I think you might underestimate how much that does for you as well. It's great for your volunteer. It's great for them to hear that vision. But for you to also take a minute and go, okay, what did I actually hear right now? What is the voice of the Lord saying to me? And then taking the time to articulate that also helps you retain it. It helps you take that away. And then it gives you some accountability with that person that you talk to. So uh, don't, don't just go to the conference, fill yourself up with some knowledge and keep it all to yourself. Take it home, share it with your team. Uh, you're going to be very, very grateful in the big scope of things for what that does for your ministry. Those are great ideas. Man, that's good. Mike drop right there. Yeah, that's right. I was, I was curious earlier, what year is this for the conference? Say it again. What year are we on for the conference? Uh, I always, Beth always has to set me straight on this. I believe this is our, I, I think counting the COVID year, this will be our fifth. Does that Megacon. count uh, Kidman Academy that, Live? I, that uh, does not. I think if you can, I think not, we had Kidman okay. Academy Live, and then um, we had three Megacons, and we went off for a year because of COVID, and then last year. So maybe this will be our sixth. It'll be our fifth or sixth. I'm looking I need to, to get that anyway. story straight because I get asked that question frequently and I always forget. But yeah, I can't wait. Our, we're going to have a great attendance, a lot of ministry partners, great worship. It's going to be amazing, amazing. It's going to be fun to see you all there. And if you can't make it, just follow in Kids Matters. I love Kidman Facebook community. There will be people posting pictures, you know, all through the week. So 
it'll be a lot of fun. Pray for us and plan on joining us next year. I love it. Well, let's close out by giving our, our personal favorite way that we have been encouraged as a ministry leader. Maybe it'll spur some ideas. I'll go first uh, I, so that I'll you go, guys can think. Okay. So, you can think. so mine was my birthday this year. Um, it was just one of those, like I have mom birthdays, so they're not really special anymore. Um, Cause you know, your mom and my, um, my sweet Wednesday helper made me like the best brownie frosted cake thing ever. And it was like a complete surprise. And so we got to have brownies at church for my birthday and she bought me pretty flowers no, and it neat. was just so sweet. Yeah. Neat. You know, I'm old, so I've got now, you know, these, my kids from kids church have kids of their own in kids church. And I am always encouraged when randomly, you know, an adult, you know, that's, you know, no longer a kid anymore. They've got kids of their own to be like, oh, you remember when you did this in kids church? Remember when we did that? And I don't know, hearing those old stories, sometimes you forget, you know, the impact that little things make in somebody's life. And here they remember it years and years later. Um, so yeah, that I always, that's, that just, the reason that came to mind, somebody said something to me just this past Sunday. Um, you remember when you, when we did this in kids church and gosh, it was probably 25 years ago. Um, but it's cool that they remember those little things and that's an encouragement. Sharing stories. I feel like that should have been one of our points earlier. Cause that really is, you know, it probably should have been, shouldn't it? Yeah. That, that was, was my, I first that was my third was point, like, but you guys never came back to me. So, yep. <laughs> yeah, I'd, I'd have to say sharing stories too. When a parent comes up to me and shares a story from a kid yeah. that applied what they learned or they're different at school or different on the sports field where they applied Sunday morning, I go, oh, what I do matters. Thank you, God, for allowing me to be a part of that story. That's, that's where it's at. No doubt. I love it. Yeah. So Kidman yeah. friends, here's your assignment for the day or the week, day slash week. Encourage your team. Find something to do today, this week. Encourage them and then begin making a plan on how you're going to regularly and consistently encourage your team because they need it. Um, you need it. And we all need to be reminded that we're working for something really, really big. And it's amazing that God lets us do it. So go and encourage someone today. And we will see you guys, hopefully, at Megacon. Can't wait. Can't wait. Thanks, Corey. Thanks, Amber. Thanks, podcast listeners. This episode might be over, but the conversation is just getting started. Head over to the I Love Kidmin Facebook group and let's talk about your next steps in your kids' ministry journey.